Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Hammer and Nigel. Do you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! Hello. My name is Nigel Jason Hammer right over there with a special guest on the DriveHubler.com hotline. He is the Attorney General for the great state of Indiana. Todd Rokita joins us. Mr. Attorney General, I'm reading the headline, and it says that your office is suing an apartment complex on the north side. You're going to have to walk me through this. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. How are you? Um, it, it's a disgusting situation really and 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 not the first one we've seen in the last couple years um another out-of-state owner of a what has become a run-down apartment complex uh is i I don't know what these guys think that they could just come and, and pee on the people of indiana or what but it's just disgusting how they leave these tenants who have paid good rent uh but the story after story of how um extra money was charged or repairs not made and it's just like they just want to take the money out of indiana and not put any uh effort into the upkeep of the property or the care of their tenants and 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 so we have sued them under indiana deceptive indiana's deceptive consumer sales practices act and uh indiana's uh, home owner home uh, loan practices act so We've already got a bit of a response from them, and, and, and more important than that, some of the tenants have, have written and called us just within the last 24 hours and said, you know, oh, my gosh, there's people actually on the property uh, fixing stuff up. Stuff up. So Good. What kind of conditions What kind of conditions are we talking about in this specific apartment? Well, there's, you know, everything from, hey, you know, rodent infestation oh. and, you know, mouth holes that won't get fixed and, and ceiling fans that are, collect, uh, you know, that don't get fixed and basements that have mold, and that's going to be the longer thing to fix uh, for sure. To, you know, the story of um, an 84-year-old guy who had a pet cat, died last November. He uh, signed signed a new, tried to enter into a new lease in January. Uh, they wouldn't respond to the fact that his cat had died. He kept trying to notify him, notify him, notify him. Uh, they wouldn't do a new lease with him. They made him go month to month, which doubled his rent, and they kept the $25 pet fee on. <sighs> So it's just like they ignore people and charge what they want, and it's just very, aside from the health and safety issues, it's just very disrespectful for out-of-state companies, or in-state companies for that matter, but for out-of-state companies to be treating Hoosiers this way, who, again, have paid good rent. And this is the Willowbrook Apartments on the north side, and I'm reading a little bit about this company. It's a New Jersey-based company uh, that runs this. Have you had a chance to speak uh, personally to the folks in charge of this from New Jersey? Uh, Their general counsel called us uh, yesterday, maybe, maybe the day before. Uh, And, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll... he tried to say, well, we didn't know anything about this. Why? Well, your agents knew about this, and, and they're under the law, therefore you know. So they really have no excuse that they – certainly not one that they proffered, so certainly nothing valid. And we're going to keep pursuing them. And I'm, I, I'm, I am pleased that we're starting to hear reports already – that they're cleaning up the mess. That's good. That doesn't excuse anybody from anything. Uh, so, I will be clear about that. 
Do you think this is going to start a trend? Because I think if you ask anybody that lives in Indianapolis, they probably know a place that has rundown apartments or a dilapidated hotel somewhere that has a lot of conditions similar to this. Do you think this is going to start a trend? Yeah, I think um, we already have two. Now, they've been two out of state. We have this Willowbrook, and then last year about this time, we had Lake Point. You guys remember that? Uh, Lake Point was successfully resolved. We expect Willowbrook, one way or the other, to be successfully resolved. But it's not limited to out-of-state companies, of course, right? If you're a bad in-state landlord, um, you're in jeopardy as well. Um, You know, no one should have to, the neighbors and certainly not the people living there, should have to deal with you not keeping your property up. Uh, And that's the bottom line. And if your tenant's not paying, there's ways to get rid of that tenant, uh, legal ways. Uh, and I'm not saying people deserve to live rent free anywhere either. Uh, but certainly when you're paying good rent, uh, you deserve to have a property. Neighbors deserve to have a property upkept. And, you know, we shouldn't we shouldn't stand for this. Um, I am limited uh, by Indiana law in what can be done. So the fact patterns were such that I was able to figure, you know, able to make this work in terms of Indiana's like I said, Home Loan Practices Act and the Deceptive Consumer Sales Practices Act. I think we need uh, also, though, for for all situations, a better on-point law that allows, whether it's me or somebody, uh, to directly uh, keep these people accountable if they're not going to police themselves. And how do you keep them accountable? Do you have people in your office that will physically go to the Willowbrook Apartments and and check on things? And and is that the way... It happened in the first, like the, the initial process. Do you have investigators that go out there and physically yeah. take pictures yeah, we do. and make we, a case? Yeah, and the investigation is pretty self-evident. So we do have some investigators that will we'll, we'll get the evidence. So we have a homeowner protection unit to protect the rights of all the individuals involved in the housing market, whether they're tenants, homeowners, or aspiring homeowners. Uh, and, and, and But the law is limited to redre- uh, addressing deceptive acts. You know, so, you know, deceptive doesn't necessarily mean negligent uh, or sloppy. And so there's a little, that's what I'm saying, there's a little bit of gap in the law here where some of these rundown properties can fall through. Uh, and, and and really the General Assembly needs to look at that. And, and I know, um, you know I worked in a bipartisan way with some of the Marion County legislators when Lake Point was going on to try to address some of this. So uh, that work continues. But Needless to say, you know, we got another, we got, we found another wrongdoer here. We're going to, you know, me, we're going to keep their, we're going to keep my, my boot on their neck until they, until they do right by the state of Indiana and, and these, um, and these tenants. So. We're speaking with the Attorney General Todd Rakita here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Uh, since we've got you here, is there any sort of update on the appeal from the Seventh Circuit Court, the injunction against the ban on tra- on a gender surgery for minors? That was kind of a win, I guess, for the ACLU. At least they celebrated like it. Eh, yeah, maybe a partial win. I mean, we still have the outlaw of the trans surgeries and you know hospitals claim that you know they're not doing them uh, but they haven't fully responded to that either so there's that's still an issue out there you know we uh you know i from time to time as i go around the state you know i get reports about this hospital doing this or this hospital doing that and yeah it's 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 hard to pin down uh, uh and it's admittedly hearsay but there's talk in the state about these hospitals doing it. And even if they're not, they're sending 
referrals out of state to have these irreversible harmful surgeries done. So um, a lot of the law wasn't joined, my point being, but not all the law wasn't joined. So maybe a partial victory, initial victory. Point is, we're appealing. We're appealing because we understand that the American jurisprudence of states having the right to set their health and safety policy. That's not something a judge should or want to do. Uh, that's nothing set forth in our federal constitution. It is something squarely within the state's right to do by virtue of their elected representatives. And here our elected representatives said, you know what? Uh, hormone therapy to, to kids under 18, trans surgeries to kids under 18, and aiding and abetting uh, those services, which would include this out-of-state scenario, referral scenario, uh, it should be illegal in Indiana. And they pass a law, rightly so. And we think that law uh, uh, definitely stands up against any constitutional scrutiny. So we're going to be taking this all the way. We just had a good um, situation happen in another circuit. The Indiana's in the seventh judicial circuit, in the, I believe the sixth judicial circuit. A very similar law uh, was initially upheld. By a judge, so we may be in a situation where, and and hopefully it gets resolved before that, where this ends up in the U.S. Supreme Court. Hey, one more thing before we let you go, we're speaking with Indiana Attorney General Todd Rakita, and I know you keep in contact with other attorneys general uh, across the country, and I'm just wondering what you think of your counterpart in Minnesota, Keith Ellison. I, 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 he just had some incredibly horrible racist things to say, comparing Justice Clarence Thomas to that house slave character in Django oh Unchained. Gosh. It was completely despicable. Well, this was all to do with you know Thomas's views on affirmative action. I just wonder, yeah. as, a, as a top law enforcement official saying something like that, what runs through your mind when you see that? Well, it's the Keith Ellison I knew in Congress. Uh, he was a congressman before he was attorney general, uh, not unlike I was. So, you know, he, they're, they're very um, hyper-political. Uh, we can trace some of our recent dealings back to, a, to the target letter that he start, that he wrote first. Uh, and I talked to you a little about, yep. on the last time I was on about the, my counterbalance. But I'm calling you right now from southern Indiana because this morning I hosted a fundraiser for a guy named Dan Cameron. He is the Kentucky attorney general. Oh, yeah. And he and he's running for governor. I support him. We are kindred spirits. He did a great job. He did a great job with the Brianna Taylor incident from when the uh, the riots were happening in 2020. It took a lot of political courage. That's the antidote to a Keith Ellison. There's a guy like Dan Cameron, and uh, and then we went to the Clark County Fair. It's a little hot. Not all people at the Clark County Fair right now, but uh, uh, they're coming later tonight. But it's been a great day in Southern Indiana. Keith Ellison is Keith Ellison. The real answer to Keith Ellison is Dan Cameron. The Attorney General for the state of Indiana is Todd Rakita. Mr. Attorney General, as always, thank you for your time. See you guys next time.